Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley. Joining me, as always, is our resident Imperial propagandist, Mr. Joe Cahill. Joe, how are you today, sir? I'm doing good, and I think it should be, you know, information specialist. Not imperial propaganda. It's uh, I, I pass on important information that you seem to forget about. Oh. And also joining us back from his his hiatus last week, and glad to see he is feeling better. Is Mr. Ray Rumsey? Ray, how are you today, sir? I'm doing much better. Thank you very much. It's good to be back. That's good to have you back. Uh, we definitely missed you last week. Um, considering the topic was something that. You would you would kind of mention that you wanted to talk about so, um, but yeah, so you were definitely missed last week. But this week we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be giving of our favorite uh, ships and vehicles in the Star Wars universe. Uh, we're, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going kind of round robin, and we will start with Joe. And uh, Joe will give one of his ship, uh, a ship he, one of his favorite ships, uh, kind of talk about why he has it there, what he likes about it. And then we'll go to Ray. Ray will do the same thing. And then myself. Um, throughout the, out this, I'm going to try this little screen sharing thing to see if we can get some pictures of some of these ships up so you guys can take a look at them. And uh, kind of get an idea of what they, what they look like. And so on for those of you on YouTube and on um, the Facebook Live page. Uh, for the rest of you that are listening on audio, uh, sorry. Um, we'll try maybe get, get some uh, details of some links where you can find some of the pictures of some of these ships maybe. Um, and so there we go. So, with that being said, Mr. Cahill, why don't you start us off with your the first ship on your list? That's simple. The Imperial 2 class Star Destroyer. Mm. She looks good. Uh, but, you know, there are some technical aspects of why I like them so much. Uh, for one, the wedge shape. That wedge shape allows leading edge weapons all down the, the top side and the and the bottom side that all are still able to fire fire forward without mm -hmm. interrupting either of her broadside capacities so yes. you know if she was more of a square then only the forward weapons would be able to fire forward this way she can bring her broadside weapons uh forward to the side and, and basically meet an enemy coming from any of the three main angles yeah, uh, which is always nice, and you know it, it looks like something I could see built in the future, um, kind of like that other series, Galactica. Um, yeah, they 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 look feasible. Yeah, um, I think I'm hoping this is working. Are you guys seeing the Star oh. Destroyer up there? Yep, sure are. Destroyer yeah. is visible. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, ship just is. Yeah. And it just looks so, um, it looks like the Fist of the Empire. Yeah, it looks menacing. It looks, um, it definitely has that naval, you know, I think more than any other ship in sci-fi, it has this definitely battleship, naval battleship kind of kind of feel to it. You know, like it reminds me of almost the old, you know, the dreadnoughts, you know, from, uh, the first world war and the second world war, the old, the big, huge battleships. Yeah. Um, and I'm of, partial to big ships. Yeah. Especially All, on the proper side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, just a great, great start off right there with the, uh, uh, Whoa. Oh, sorry. Let me go back. There, there we go. 
and I'll go back to normal mode for a while. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, great, great starting off. Uh, Ray, what about you? What is the first ship on your list? Uh, well, and my I made the the top ten as you requested, and mm-hmm. starting with my my number ten favorite uh, ship, it was kind of a, a cheat almost, uh, but. That would be the Death Star 1. The Death Star. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I mean... But what is it you like about the Death Star? The first so, Death Star. So it had its design flaw. I mean, if you really well, want to call I'm... it that. It was more of an exploit. But what I liked about it is that when I first saw Star Wars, this was the ultimate power in the universe. Yeah. And, you know, it, it had that satellite cannon and I just, I loved it. Everything about it. Yeah. That was a, yeah, a great, great ship. And I, and... the uh, fact that it could carry the iron fists, those star destroyers on board it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, that, there we have really... it in all its glory. With yeah, silhouetted by a uh, shadowed by an Imperial Star Destroyer coming. <laughs> great. Um, yeah, great picture. Great. So my number 10, go back here. Um, I'm going back, way back to the Clone Wars era, and I will... And I am going, and I am doing for my a ship is of the, uh, and that would be the vulture droids. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about these ships; they just look menacing. And the fact that they can turn around and have the and walk on the the legs just makes them just creepy and scary and yeah just something about them just make is just kind of a real menacing and the fact that with any of the the droid ships the fact that there's no humans in in it that they're all just droids i mean to me it makes them i don't know just just kind of even more menacing to me i i don't know what do you guys think of the droid of the droid ships no they're they're menacing um i don't know i i harken back to they remind me an awful lot of a Cylon wing. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely see that. So that, see, that they, makes sense with them being the robots, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they almost remind me of like a, a crab or a spider. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. All right. Uh, Joe, what is your next ship? That you have. Well, then I'm going to have to go since you just went with the fighter. I'm going to have to bring in the tie interceptor. Mm. Mm. You Surprisingly, know. you guys have been naming stuff that is not on my list. Whoa! So you went really? Of course, I went very imperial. Um, I can. T- <laughs> I, I really. Yeah, it's amazing how I'm attracted to military looking stuff. <sighs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, the tie interceptor from that first year introduction. Um, yeah, that was an awesome. Suddenly, you had a Tie Fighter that could maneuver and and stay with an X Wing and 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 mm-hmm. basically fight it to a standstill while still having the disadvantages of no shields. Yeah. Um, so that was what we don't get a beautiful picture of the Tie Interceptor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I will. I will say to the point of agreeing with you on this one. Not because of uh, imperialistic sympathizing or anything like that, but he said he who picked Death Star one. <laughs> I am like really drawn to symmetrical ships. Um, I don't know why. I know that doesn't make any difference in the vast nothingness that is space, but to me, a ship that is identical on both sides is just perfection. So the TIE fighters of any class, really, interceptors and otherwise, like, 
I do like those. It's the balance. There, there it is. Complete with all of the specs for it by Cineer mm-hmm. Fleet Systems. Very nice. And it's got the yeah. four cannons instead of the two in the middle. Right. Yeah, the quad, right. quad lasers. Made a huge difference in its capabilities. Yeah. Love yeah. It. it looks, yeah, it's definitely very, very cool looking. Sh- and and it maintains that menace of mm-hmm. military imperial might. Yeah. Yes. Clean lines. Although, you know, know, everybody needs to stop thinking of it as menace. I even misworded it there. It's the um, (laughs) imperial protection. Yes, definitely. The benevolence of the Empire (laughs) defending it. Yeah, you you don't want to start using uh, Mark's words because then he'll think he's getting to you. I am. (laughs) I will turn you. You will be. You will turn to the light side eventually. You'll, You'll become... You'll become you're, part of you're the old... in that ancient religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all nice. right, Mr. Ray. What do you got? Uh, what do you got, Ray, for your number nine? All right. So my next one is more of a recent development, and I'm I'm oh, not yeah. even. If anybody who knows me and has listened to any other of the other shows I do, I'm a, a bit of a mischief maker and i like the chaos so this next ship definitely screams to me it's from uh the new show star wars resistance and uh it's kazuda's ship the fireball uh i really right i like that one because it kind of reminds me of like a uh old-timey prop plane (laughs) you know like red baron time frame um but it is named fireball because it has a tendency to just kind of explode into flames whenever it feels appropriate. So to me, that level of chaos is awesome. <laughs> and let's see, I got a good, I think I got a good picture of it here. Let you guys out there take a, take a gander at this ship. And there it is. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. It really has a, uh, it looks like they looked like they took part of an X-wing and kind of cobbled a bunch of other stuff together with it. Right. Like uh, it's just yeah. it's like a junker ship, you know, but I'm a huge yeah. fan of fighters too, like the smaller mm-hmm. quick maneuverable ships, so Oh yeah. There's a Me lot too. of those on my list. <laughs> yeah. Say I have a good mix of mine which you'll see. Um mine in fact my number nine oh. ship is once again. I am. Hold on. Uh, I don't know why I just did that because I. Uh, going back to the Clone Wars era, and a precursor to one of a. Be on a lot of our list, I'm sure later on. It is the ARC one seventy Starfighter. There you go. We finally the, agreed on one. <laughs> yes, Flunky. Um, that is the number. My number nine ship, the the Arc One Seventy. Um, I don't know, just a, just. It looks, uh, yeah, it just looks cool. I think that's all there is to it, and you can see the design, you know, inspiration for later ships that you have of the. Uh, um, the X-wing. It's like the X-wing on steroids. Uh, it looks bigger and beefier, and you know you can see in the background it has the little uh, rear-mounted cannon in the background in the in the back for the back seat for the gunner. Um, yeah, it's like they combined a you know an attack an a, 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 an attack fighter with a with the X-wing. So. That is my pick for my number nine ship. Is the Arc Starfighter? That would have worked so well as a medium bomber instead of the bombers we got. Yes. Yeah. yeah I would totally agree with that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that looks like something that should come in for an attack run on, and a bombing run. Right. Uh, yeah. So we're down to my number eight, which I am going to go with the Interdictor class Star Destroyer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a good Ooh. one too. Yeah, I, I like, like that ship. 
I do too. It's sleek. Um, maintains the you know the strength showing of the Empire, but its ability is unmatched and unparalleled by other starships uh, with its ability mm -hmm. to rip you out of hyperspace. Yes. You know, and, and set up a perfect ambush for, for the bigger <clears throat> ships and the fighters to then take advantage of. Yes. Which and, and it should have been used in in the in the movies somewhere. Yeah. Yes. It's a shame uh, that we had how, to nope, wrong. How one. fast is hyperspace? Light speed. Like do I we mean, have, I don't know how like yeah, I mean, do we have a, a quantifiable <laughs> number? I'm just I'm thinking in my know. head, if it's light speed, this thing is ship that's going at the speed of light. I mean, how that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. And one thing I like that they did in Rebel, because Rebels is the first time that in canon that you see the ship being used is how it affects the ships, how it's not just, you know, the ship comes out, but it's like violently pulled out. So that like when the ship gets pulled out of hyperspace, you see the crew being flung around the bridge. And around the ship, you know, it's not something like, oh, they're there. It's no, this is like literally like ripping it out of hyperspace. And it, you know, it affects the ships and the crew when it happens. So right. I did definitely like that, that it's not just this kind of like soft little thing where you come out of hyperspace. No, it's not fun. Um, As it should be. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, it's it, the way it does it, like casting a mass shadow. So yeah. your hyperdrive shuts off because it thinks it's about to hit a planet. Yeah, yeah. It puts out a gravity well, basically. Yeah. Um, but it also keeps ships from going into hyperspace. So it was a perfect ambush ship. You, know, right. you just set this thing on a uh, one of the hyperspace lanes and wait for your uh, your prey, so to speak, to go by and... You got them dead to rights. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> that's that's just I couldn't imagine getting pulled out of hyperspace to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and dropping All its fighters right. at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this is it. Oh, I think All right. <laughs> Ray, what is your number eight ship? Uh, so my number eight is the Charger C-70, the aggressive negotiator. Um, I just, you know, this is more aesthetics for me. Um, you so know, I don't what was really, that ship again? The Charger C-70. Uh, Republic era. Um, I'm pretty oh. sure it was clone stuff. But I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, but yeah, it just, I don't know. The Republic era had a, a really sleek, like, paint job system. Um, you know, you look at a, the Republic ships throughout the Clone Wars. I really like their color scheming and, and how all those patterns work together. There it is. Yeah. That it reminds me a lot of like what would come later with like the uh the blockade runner and the hammerhead corvettes. Um, right, it's got that same kind of elongated feel. Um, right, yeah, I mean, you can see the the auto cannons or the the turrets there, mm -hmm. like this thing was pretty well, pretty weaponized. well armed. Yeah. yeah, it could take care of itself. Yeah. Nice. That was awesome. And it's symmetrical. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So my number eight ship, which I will bring up here really quick, is the um, really the uh, the heavy bomber of the rebellion and later probably the New Republic before they came up with those stupid the the this one that's up. You talked about how the arc fighter should have been the the attack bomber that we saw. To me, this is the ship that should have been the attack bomber that we saw. It is the B wing. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, just a uh, just such a cool design. I like the way it can flip. 
you, it can go straight vertically, but then flip on its side and go like that. Um, yeah, I mean, forget those giant, whatever the heck those were. This is the shift that we should have seen going against that, that Star Destroyer in um, Last Jedi. They're a little faster, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just cool design and super powerful. I mean, if you um, yeah, if you watch in Rebels, they actually talk about the design of the ship and just how powerful these ships were, and also how hard they were to fly. That was one of the one of the issues that they talk about in the show is that these were not, you know, the X wings were designed to be simple to fly. Um, you know, Luke made even a comment about, you know, they were like the T-16, his T-16 back home. Um, mm -hmm. They were designed so that anybody that had any basic knowledge of how to, of how to fly could hop in the cockpit and take off and fly. Uh, the B wings were not designed for that. These were designed for trained pilots. Um, but still, I just love the design and... Yeah, so that's my number eight. Is the B wing nice? That in another in the A wing, but the uh, the B wing won out for this one. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. All right, and Joe, where is your next ship? Victory class. Ooh, victory class. Star destroyer. What is it about the victory class you like? I like how it's the earliest version of a, of a pure Star Destroyer design, mm -hmm. but it sets the course for all future Star Destroyers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. on, on, you know, basic capabilities and design. Yeah. With a couple of cool little, you know, it's got some nice little additions on it um, mm -hmm. that I particularly enjoy. Uh, the, the, the almost wing spread that they have on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Let me get a second. I got one up for you guys can so that everyone can see it. There it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Victory <laughs> class Star Destroyer. And, you know, that's really the first, uh, to me, good Star Destroyer that the Empire put out. Mm -hmm. uh, because we had all the Clone War stuff, but that was all Army of the Republic. Yeah. Uh, you know, it this is looks vicious. Yeah, this oh. is when the Empire said, "Okay, we need to show some might." Yeah, um, we're not going to have these kind of little rebellions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no but, more rebellions. No, no more separatists. We don't like that idea. <laughs> so this is just you know sets the course to me as far as the Imperial Navy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, nice. yeah. All right, Mister Raymond. Okay, my number seven uh, is more more not about the the class per se, but it is slave one. Uh. I, I'm just a fan of that ship because back before all the Mandalorian stuff, back before people started getting like really super into it or whatever. Uh, you know, this was Django Fett's ship, and mm -hmm. Django to me is what Boba should have been in the originals. You know, yeah. he had this reputation for being such a, a BA and mm -hmm. falls into a Sarlacc pit, but then we watch Django and he's just tearing it up. And you know, that was his ship, it had the, the sonic weaponry, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I, the only thing that I can say that I didn't like about it was how it laid uh, flat, like almost on its back, and then how you had to sit in it, and then it went vertical. I, I'm not a fan of that, but yeah. everything else on it is just lovely. Hold on. I'm having trouble finding a picture of Slave One, a good one at least. Oh, <laughs> I figured that would be the one that just millions of easy pictures. Well, I'm trying to find a good one um, that shows <laughs> like a good. 
Here we try this one. Uh, not bad. All right, here we go. And the slave one. Yeah. Looks like it's flying over Mustafar there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a classic iconic ship. Um, you know, it's, you know, everyone, everyone knows and it's, those, like you said, the sonic weapons and the noise, those things. Didn't mean that's one of the, that was one of the coolest sounds in the, in the prequels was that those charges going up the boom. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's forget the physics for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's it's Star Wars. We have space <laughs> wizards, okay? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they still can't scream in space. <laughs> no. But they can fly through it now. Uh, yeah. One of them clones got stuck down into space, and they made the Wilhelm scream, so. Mm, true. All right. So I've got a feeling have... I could guess one of Mark's later choices. Well, my in fact, it's going to be number seven. It is the Corillian Corvette. Oh, look at that. <laughs> no. What? It is the blockade runner. <laughs> the first the one of the first yeah. ships you see in the Star Wars universe and the original Star Wars 1977. The uh tentative for the blockade runner, the Corillian Corvette, whatever you want to call it, it is my number seven ship. Yeah, yeah not um, one of the first. It is the first. It is the first ship you see. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, just look it at does. that. Thing. It, it looks does. like a battering ram, which like it's the right hammerhead, uh, hammerhead yeah. version. Yeah. Smashing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. I, uh, I kind of put <laughs> yeah. all those together: the uh, the hammerhead Corvette, uh, the uh, the blockade runner Corvette. Um, you know, it was it was a perfect ship for the rebellion. Um, at the time, it was it was fast, it was fast, maneuverable, and um, you know, had you know, it was big enough it could carry, you know, a few fighters and you know, get in and out of areas. So it was it was a really good sh uh, first ship for the rebellion, I think. So that is my number seven. And Joe, our next my ship. number six, I'm going to be throwing you guys for a little bit of loop. It's the Gladiator class Star Destroyer. Wow, I don't know wow. if the Gladiator class. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll recognize it, I think, when you see it. Um, definitely big in the uh, Star Wars Armada games. Mm. Very popular. Okay. There. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're seeing her now. Yes. There we go. Let you guys take a good look, Gander at her. There she is. Yes. Uh, there's some nice shots on okay. the, on okay. the YouTube or uh, Google too. Of her mm -hmm. next to uh, Imperial class. She is a medium size, about half the length of an Imperial, mm -hmm. and carries fighters, as you can see by the hangar deck. Yeah. Uh, but she's a medium medium sized warship that I think the Empire needed to spend more time on. Mm -hmm. They needed more escorts for their Star Destroyers. Yeah. And this would have fit that bill. I mean, just look at her forward firing main cannons on the on the mm -hmm. top half there. They're big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, um, she's got a low profile, right. and she carries additional fighters. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and they can move in close. Yeah, move in closer to, uh, to an enemy that. fleet and provide hangar space for reloads and and fuel mm -hmm. uh, without having to take the time to go all the way back to where the star destroyers are sitting, you know, laying in their long range fire. Yeah. So no. yeah, right. I, I I found that, and I was like, you know, that's a pretty boat. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good All one. All right. Ray, what is your number six? Uh, so my number six we already touched on. Hey, which is there the we go. Arc 170. Arc 170. Nice. Uh, what do you like? I mean, I kind of talked about what I liked about it. What do you like? So 
my main like draw to it is that oh. it was so heavily armed. Um, definitely not as fast as say a tie fighter. Um, you know, Joe kind of said it earlier. It's clunky, which it is, but in a, in a beefy yeah. kind of way, <laughs> like it just, in my mind, this was mm-hmm. a fighter, um, kind of like a scrappy yeah. little dog. So, oh, uh, cool. So my number six is one that has been talked about already too. It is the Imperial two class star destroyer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just an awesome looking ship. <laughs> just, it just oozes power. You know, you just. Right. I, I think we've already, I, I can't think of anything else to say about it, but it's just a, as, as in, yes, as a fan of the Rebellion and the Republic, I can admit the Imperial Star Destroyer is a very nice ship. Yes. And there's a reason why the New Republic, uh, at least in Legends, did end up using uh, Star Destroyers in its fleet is because it's a good design. Good design. It's solid. Uh, we yeah. got some other cool people running around in them as well. Yeah, yeah. like like, <laughs> like a paint that's completely red <laughs> and use it as a big gambling ship. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, now I'm going to go very new. <laughs> okay. To the Zyston class star destroyer. Zyston. I don't even know how that's spelled. X Y S T O N. And we all see them at the end of Rise of Skywalker. That is the official class name for the Star Destroyers in the Sith fleet. Oh. Uh-huh. Dropping some knowledge with uh, with his ship choices. And of course, you know, all the great looks of an Imperial class with a huge laser on the bottom. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> nice. Vicious looking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could tell they are bigger than an Imperial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like mm-hmm. a, a little bit on what they've done with the, the back half, giving a little more yeah. protection for the engines back there with some cover. Yes. But just it's such a disappointment we didn't get to see them used properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't care how big that other fleet of, uh, you know, of you pacifist losers showed up. If those had launched every fighter they had on board, <laughs> they would have won. <laughs> All right. All uh, Ray, what is your number five? We're in the top five now. Mine. Yes, my top five. Number five is the ETA-2 Actus class, the Jedi Starfighter. ETA-2? Um, they, yes, they were the ones that looked more closely okay. Okay. to Okay, I know TIE what fighter. you're talking about now, the Jedi Starfighter. Jedi Interceptor. Yes. They were symmetrical. They reminded me of TIE Fighters. They were very fast, uh, highly maneuverable. And we get to see uh, Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin kind of flying around in um, Episode 3. We get them, you know, showing off the combat capabilities of these uh, early Mm. TIE Fighters to me. Well, there it is. Very cool ship, definitely. I get yeah, very yeah. Sleek, definitely see the TIE nice. Fighter, uh, the influence that TIE Fighter took from it. Um, especially with the cockpit and even the kind of wing, the kind of wings over there, definitely TIE Fighter-esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my number five is let me is a 
a ship that only recently has been made canon. It is a Sinier Fleet Systems ship. And as soon as I get it up, you will be able to see it. It is the TIE Defender. Oh, yeah. Um, designed uh, not only by, by Senior Fleet Systems, but personally designed by Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, this was his this personal... My number two. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, great, great minds think alike, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, the TIE Defender. There it is. Shielded, hyperdrive, yeah. six weapon, uh, maneuverability of a uh interceptor just with the firepower awesome... of yes <laughs> of yes it has just a touch um, um, just an awesome looking fighter yeah i remember really, first yeah. playing the, uh seeing this ship in the tie fighter video game and um it was always my favorite ship to fly in that game loved the maneuverability of it loved the firepower of it um and finally, see it being made canon, officially made canon was was or it was. So that is my number five ship. To Joe, your number four, the Tie Silencer. Ooh, nice. Tie Silencer. Sleek, streamlined, uh, everything Ray likes in a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Get a good. Nope, not that one. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's hard to find good shots of a lot of these because yeah, they just don't upload them with a like high enough resolution. Resolution at all. Yeah. Um, try it as Kylo Ren's. I think I got one. Yeah, there we go. The tie silencer. Definitely, um, yeah, just very sleek. Very, and it steps from the interceptor to you know an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you could see where it started from. Mm -hmm. And I also like the much larger cabin area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the, you yeah, know, I imagine that would be pretty helpful. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. out. She's 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 over-engined, um, mm -hmm. and, and then to get basically give it a trimmed down interceptor capability maneuverability. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, Ray, what is your number five or number four? My number four is the uh, Tie Defender. <laughs> there we go. Hey, the Tie. <laughs> I mean, it, it it tied into my number three. So you know, when we come back around, it'll kind of make a little bit more sense. Okay. But. I just I liked that design, the the three separate weapon systems, like a backup yeah. to a backup. I, I just thought that was cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, my number four is I'm going again with the Empire once again. And it will be and all the best ship. What's that? That's right, you are. <laughs> and you will see it here in a second. The Executor Class Star Destroyer. Oh, beautiful. Uh, just ma I, seeing this thing for the first time on screen, you're just like, oh, oh, th this thing. You saw the Star Destroyer, like, wow, that's a big ship. Then you see this thing, you're like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> when you realize that a Imperial 2 could fit in the hangar bay of one of these things yeah um, just 
a beautiful ship. Just, I, what else is there to say about this ship? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, it's got lines for days. Yeah. Number one, you guys have stolen my one and two now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could see why though this this would be the number one. I, that's a oh, yeah. I could I could that definitely. Is a good yeah. Uh, uh, what is your number three? And we got you back. Okay, so me again. Am I down to what three? Yeah, you're in the top three. Nurasika class, the Chiss Star Destroyer. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen this one. Let me see. I don't think I have either. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh. Very interesting. I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is the right one because I typed in Chiss Star Destroyer. So very sleek and dark. Yes. Then that would probably be the right one. <laughs> oh, no. That is a different one. No. It is not that. All right. Well, let's see what else we got. <laughs> is it that one? That would be it. Uh, All right. That, that looks alien enough. It does, uh, yeah. While still being reminiscent of a Star Destroyer in the Wedge. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah. I, I think of it as definitely Thrawn taking his Chiss background and his Imperial training and saying, I'm going to build an even nastier one, just like he did with the Defender. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, as the saying goes, the uh, Chiss won't just steal your idea. They'll make it better. Yeah, they'll make it better. <laughs> uh, what is your number three, Ray? Uh, my number three, uh, you know, talking about the Defender from my last one is following suit with Joe, which is kind of weird. The Nissus... Hawcraft, which is a, a Chiss, almost like a Chiss TIE fighter. It's got uh, three separate wings to it and nasty weaponry and or maybe, actually I think it's got four. There's a few different pictures of it, but I mean... Again, that that fighter style. I'm drawn to the fighters, apparently, just like tell. Joe with the the destroyer. <laughs> Go! Everybody's got a role to play, I suppose. There it is. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it definitely has that. Like, almost reminds me of a trident. <laughs> yeah, and you could see that coming from Thrawn's, uh, mm -hmm. tri fighter, basically the the defender. Yeah. yeah, just yes. the chiss saying, "Okay, great job with that defender. Now we're going to do this." Yeah, right. We're going to give it one more weapon. I think it needs another wing. <laughs> but they're 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 um, the chiss stuff is just more aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like what you said with the destroyer. Like it's just alien right. enough for everybody to go, ooh. Mm -hmm. and that's why you know i went with that one that's why it's my number three well my number three is once again a ship that's already been mentioned on there it is the interdictor cruiser um mm. that was my number three um i've always liked that ship for the first time i i i saw it in the video games and then um it just I just like the whole concept of it, of uh, a, a ship that can be used for um, for ambush in, like interdiction? that. Interdiction? I just really like... Yeah, interdiction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, we are in the top two, ladies and gentlemen. And Joe, what is oh your boy. number two? I Defender. 
tight defender. I think we already know what you're you're number two. Yeah. So great choice. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We actually do agree on some things. I noticed he has agreed more with my imperial stuff than I have with any of his. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, all right. Well, Ray, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is kind of going a different direction than mo the rest of my list, but it's the low altitude assault transport, the LAAT gunship. Uh, you will remember these as oh. uh, what you always see the clones flying in on very helicopter Vietnam style with the doors open and, you know, it gets down low, they jump off. It just... Yeah, that kind of transport ship was just awesome. Definitely, a good good look at this this baby. And yeah, I mean that just screams firepower. Right Huey there. of the Republic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Even kind of has that yeah. Sound. <laughs> just sped up <laughs> yep yep nice well my number two is a one second the Donald Trump what a okay <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah, obvious choice. Obvious okay. choice. The a freighter. <laughs> there it is. You right, come darn on. rebels. You guys right, come crack on. me up. <laughs> it is a iconic, iconic ship. It I is mean, an iconic ship. You know, the the white the the Carillion YT uh YT freighter. Um, aka the Falcon. There it is. Uh, I mean, it's a good shot there. It is. That is uh, <laughs> a junk in the galaxy, as Hog would say. Yep. You know, there are certain ships that just evoke, you know, emotion and evoke just. You think of, I think of this ship? I think of Star Wars. I think they're. Um. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know what else to. I see that ship, and I think we need to fire our gunners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you kind of look at it, it almost, to me anyway, re resembles the ship, uh, the destroyer we were looking at mm -hmm. before that they had bay right yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I noticed yeah. we got a different um, sensor. Yeah, sensor array. It's a square one instead mm. of a circle. Mm. Must be a different uh, variation. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that's all it Fernando takes. Just it out off. the satellite. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I always thought. One thing I think is really interesting about the design is that the cockpit, the cockpit, is off to the side. It's not in the mm. front. It's not up at the top. It's kind of you know lopsided like that, which is. Um, but I guess in space, it really doesn't matter where the, yeah, where, although imagine from a, a pilot standpoint, though, I mean, you really got to be aware that you've got something sticking out yeah, way out on that side on and that then side, nothing yeah. on your other side. Yeah. And definitely don't trust, yeah. you know, autopilot. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, considering who the autopilot is, yeah, as long as or I'm what the autopilot is, <laughs> or Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> number uh, one. Well, we already know. We, we know what Joe's number one is. Superstar Destroyer. But Joe, why don't you just go ahead and tell us? Superstar Destroyer, Vader's flagship. Just super. Yeah. Super Star Destroyer. It is ship in Star Wars. <laughs> it is. I, I. Yeah. 
Man belonging to one of the most prolific villains. Heroes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah from a certain point from of view. From the majority point of view. <laughs> we have more we had more troops on board a single imperial class than you had in your whole darn alliance <laughs> you know that's true and number one from ray what is oh, number one from ray number one from my ray. number one is probably going to be a little bit of a spoiler um, but it is a very okay. recent development, I guess, um, at least from this particular show. Uh, I guess it was displayed before um, <laughs> in Rebels, maybe. Uh, but it mm. is the uh, Gozanti-class freighter. And we saw that in uh, a recent episode of The Mandalorian. Um, I just oh, okay. love that it's a, it's, it's a big old honky freighter but this thing has enough engine thrust to save it from crashing into the ground that's impressive for a freighter to fall from atmo and be able to burn her up like yeah. like that thing that, that's that's impressive that would be because it's an imperial design <laughs> nice nice yeah it was it's always cool when you see these ships that you know you've seen in the cartoons or like rebels or clone wars and or the video games or whatever to finally see them uh put to you know quote-unquote real life and to see them yeah. you know on in live action live action yeah well i guess i mean <laughs> it, was, it was probably on the virtual but still yeah like still. it was awesome to see that yeah definitely so my number one is a ship that was originally supposed to be an imperial design however it ended up going to the rebels and became the iconic starfighter of the rebels it is of course the Incom t65 X-Wing Starfighter. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there, this is, I think more than uh, any other ship in Star Wars, this is one of the most iconic ships. Um, love the, the classic fighter design. Uh, gives that, you know, Warbird, that World War II Warbird feel to it. Um, it feels like a fighter plane. And then, I think more than yeah. Don't get me any wrong. other ship. I love them. Uh, I think they're awesome. Yeah. My only problem was, is it was the most recognizable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Craft. Yeah. It's a Starfighter special thing in all of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other designs were, you know, way off, totally new directions. Uh, this, yeah. this looks like something that comes from Earth in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, yeah. uh, same thing with that, that other. But I think that kind of makes it more relatable. Well, yeah, but you for who? <laughs> it's okay, the it's the only fair. one that's in fair. the entire series uh, that has that design. Mm -hmm. uh, because, right. The only thing. I mean, it's awesome. I love the cool. only. Right. The yeah. only gripe I have about it is that kind of going with what you're saying that it looks like something from Earth already is that the way those engines look, I mean, obviously they don't work that way, but from a real life kind of point of view, and this comes from an aircraft mechanic, drawing air into the front to compress to and make flame coming out the back, where's the air coming from in space? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my my gripe with that. But I you know, when you see those wings open up, like it's like, oh yeah, it's about to get oh. real. Yeah. Um and why call them now, F foils? Uh if we instead yeah. of X foils. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, lock S foils in attack position. I um if we sure. didn't get your 
your favorite ship on here. Um, this was our own personal, our own personal favorites. There's lots of ships um, that yeah, we there's, didn't, there's a lot didn't of mention. The uh, the Imperial shuttle, the the, the three wing shuttle. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the line yep. cast. Yeah, those are awesome. Uh, uh, Z ninety five headhunter. Yeah, uh, the precursor to the X wing. So yeah, um, there's a lot of honorable mentions out in the Star Wars universe. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So you know, send us some messages. Definitely. Comment on our on our yeah. Life. Let us know what your favorites are. Yeah, yeah. Let us know how wrong we were and how we know we're. <laughs> how dare you leave this ship on? No. And, and and Mark is going to take the time this week to go through and tally up what our basically combined top group was by how many times each of yeah. us mentioned. Uh, so yes. you know, number one is if they got all three votes, there might be one, two, and three are all tied, kind of a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, Mark's going to do that and get it posted this week. Aren't you, Mark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did go ahead and get us some advertising out on the Facebook stuff for today. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, which we, we had <laughs> two, listen, two people watching the whole time. That's probably you and I, Ray. Awesome. Uh, could be. Yeah. <laughs> probably. So. Uh, well, um, we thank you guys for joining us this week for this kind of, this was a fun yeah, episode, fun. I think, um, just kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. going over our ships. Um, so Ray, why don't you let the fine people out there in internet land know where they can find you? Absolutely. Uh, if you go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and type the Leo effects, that'll take you to my social media pages. Uh, if you check out uh, Shattered Dungeons, um, that's on Twitch TV on Tuesday nights. I'm there playing that. I am, of course, here on War of the Stars talking the most amazing Star Wars topics. And you can also find me once a month hanging out with Joe playing some one crit blunders and doing some rather silly, silly things. <laughs> nice. Uh, and Joe, what about you? Uh, you can find me out there on all the social media platforms is uh, Joe Cahill, director, producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. Uh, check my pages out and check out some of the uh, movie projects we've got ongoing right now. They've been slowed down like everything else due to COVID. Uh, you can always reach me here at War of the Stars. You can also find me there with Ray at uh, One Crit Blunders. And hopefully you're going to be able to find me on a special one-off episode of uh, Shattered Dawn coming up. Uh, I volunteered for it, and I'm still waiting to hear back from the punk. So get on him, Ray. Get him, Ray. Um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, you know, send me a message here or on Facebook or wherever. All right. And if you want to do that, you can email all of us here at the show at War of the Stars one at gmail.com. That is the best way to get a hold of us. Other than that, you can also get a hold of us through our Facebook group uh, or Facebook page. Both are War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. You can listen to the show um, on anchor.fm. We are also on Spotify, Twist, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcast, uh, to name a few. Pretty much anywhere that podcasts are heard, you can you can hear us there. You can also support the show on patreon.com forward slash war of the stars. Um, definitely check that out. And also check out my other podcast, That Was the Way the Mandalorian After Show. We are uh, getting ready to wrap up. We got two episodes left in the season. Uh, myself and Melissa Miller and sometimes Brian Miller. Uh, we discussed uh, the previous week's episode for The Mandalorian and a lot of fun stuff, but spoiler warnings um, definitely are in effect for that show because we go in deep for the spoilers. Uh, other than that, uh, bring check us out next week. Next week will be our last show of the year before we break for the holiday season 
Um, so we hope to see you guys here next week for that show as we'll be doing hopefully all the news that is becoming out of Disney and the Star Wars Lucasfilm. Um, they're supposed to be coming up with some pretty big announcements. So we will be discussing that and then discussing some fan theories. Mm-hmm. With that being said, uh, as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next week, may the Force be with you.